Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing <laughs> What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. TD Podcast here. Um, the regulars in the building, K-Morg, B, and Mac. Um, damn, we're in the heart of football four weeks in already. Four weeks in. Um, before we get into our week three um, recap, you know, we have it's week NBA. four. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, week four. Um, I want to kind of touch on NBA Finals. We're, we're in the middle of it. Three games in. We got game four tonight. I mean, I don't want to talk much about it, um, but we're in the heart of that. Baseball playoffs, our first round predictions were dog shit. Uh, some um, of you guys' were. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I mean, we got we all got Dodgers, Padres, Rays, Yankees, didn't we? Yeah, you got you White Sox. Oh, you had my no, I'm just talking about yeah. those, those, oh, those yeah, eight teams. Yeah, but our first round predictions. Uh, so so you think had White Sox, Reds? Yeah. Brutal. No, Reds. I had them winning, but I, I my so, World Series is Rays, Padres. I'm fine. All right. Yeah, all right. Fine. My White Sox are done. My ticket's blown. I think. We had Dodgers Yankees. I had Dodgers. Yeah, Yankees. Dodgers Yankees. World really quick. How fucking great will it be? not great, but how much of a fuck you will it be if Houston just goes and wins it? Like, ah, oh, fuck. It you. wouldn't it's be really great. bad. It wouldn't be great. It would, but, would, I mean, be but it would be it a big be middle finger to the rest of the baseball it would. world. It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. And they're yeah. rolling right now. A they're lot hot. of they people would be really I mean, upset. And I think Alex Correa is playing better. Springer, Carlos Correa. Yeah, um, Carlos Correa. I don't no, know I, I mean, I have them going to the ALCS, but I think the Yankees beat them. But they're Yankees hot, too. Yankees hot. Astros are a good team. Like I said, it's the same team, except a couple, uh, obviously Garrett Cole, but Garrett. It's still, they still have a great team. And Berlander, arms. Yeah. a couple arms, yeah. Still that's a good two, team. That's one, two if punches it is, good. If it's Yankees-Astros, the Yankees probably destroy them. That's uh, tough. I don't know. I will, who do you root for that? Yankees. Yankees. I think Yankees. I think the world who hates the Yankees still root for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um... Other than that, we had Holly Holm win a fight. She was impressive. I don't know if you guys yeah. watched it. Watched it. Fight um, baby. Yeah, yeah she, she was, she's she's kind of like the gatekeeper for the one thirty five division now, right? She's like, like if you beat her, you get a belt. You get or you get the title you shot. Get you get yeah, you get the shot. You get the shot. But it's like if you don't beat her, you're. you're How many more does she have left in her? I mean, she looks great. She looks good, but, but she's old. But then, yeah, she looks great against these people, and then she sure got her, she got her head knocked off by Nunez. Hey, but Bobbled. I'm telling you, Kevin, if you were locked in, like, thank God you didn't sit and watch this fight. Cause she, that girl she fought was a big up and comer, like like a big hey, time up and comer. Exactly. I know. Don't fucking bet. I know. Don't fucking. I was bet like, him. I was watching that fight, and I was like, thank God K Morg is not here watching this, like highlights and like her resume. Because K Morg would have been like, let's fucking put it all. We're putting the house. We're putting the house. No, because I said. I've been convinced after my too. Last I'm like, all right. I said ever since Shabazzian, I'm not doing it. I didn't do it with O'Malley. I haven't done it since, and it's been working. So don't bet. The superstar, unless they're style bender. That's yeah, my new rule. That's true. <laughs> um, so that's the world of outside football sports for the past week. Um, shoot, man. Even you know, I was thinking about it the other day was Thursday night football was a brutal fucking game. We didn't even talk about it last week because it was so bad. It was very fun to watch. But very fun to watch. That can yeah. entertain entertaining game. But you know what we would have done for that game in April? 
like in the middle of COVID, like you know oh. what we would have done to have that game. Like just thankful to have all these sports back. Yeah. Um. That that's all I mentioned with that. But let's get into uh, week four and a recap of kind of what went on. I want to start with uh, the big stories from the week. We'll start with the COVID scare. I mean, you know, we had the Titans, Raider, uh, Titans Steelers. Sorry, uh, had to delay their game. We picked the game on air. Yeah. Um. They they moved that back, so they had buys. Um. And then Cam coming down and that whole thing, the false positive with the Saints, made it kind of scary for a second. It, it got a little strange. Uh, I was I was pretty nervous that it, it would just fall apart and crumble, but it's a billion-dollar industry. They'll, they'll figure it out as it comes. Yeah. yeah. They, they did okay. I, I think the NFL could be a little bit dirty. I think out of all the, the sports organizations, yeah. NFL is the dirtiest to be like, yeah, you're fucking good. Yeah, like, go I ahead. Get out, of, get out there. Oh, the, the test was fake. Yeah. It was a false positive. Yeah. Like, Oh, and then after, you know, after yesterday's game with Patriots-Chiefs, I bet Bill Belichick was like, clear my quarterback now. Yeah, yeah literally clear him. What is that, like 11 straight fight. losses they would for Hoyer? Yeah. It's 11 straight, dude. Ugh. They would have, me and Kate Moore were talking, they had a good chance to win that game with Cam Plays. Oh, the, I mean, the Patriots look really good. 6-3 going into halftime. It was with, a really good position at halftime. Little, little kryptonite for Mahomes is Belichick on the other side, knows how to play against them. Yeah. Um, they dropped some picks. They, they, they just didn't play very well, the scheme was well, good, though. Their offense just didn't help the defense. The right. defense was on the ball too much in the second half. And obviously, some the pick six, you know, Edelman, Stidham's fall, whoever it was, Honey Badger takes to the house. Um, but the Patriots are in that ballgame. And I think it's a completely different ballgame if Cam Newton is playing. Yeah, I agree. Um, so moving on, you know, thank God the COVID's kind of gone. But um, yeah, but we had some suspended games. So, like I said, um, Sunday football is catching the bug. Oh, fuck. Like, there's been a bunch of Saturday ones you've already. Yeah, I'm just saying. Sunday, it's, it's we're not it's getting up and doing. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I don't you, understand. You say Saturdays are fake because it's the suspended ball games. It happens on Sundays. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, Sundays are still fine because it, they're going to go on as planned. It wasn't. And so are Saturdays. So are Saturdays. They just changed bye weeks. They did it That's perfect. Did. And same That's with Saturdays. Uh, we'll be fine. I don't think so. We'll get those games in. No, they literally won't. But okay, we will bet. Let's, let's go in. Um, uh, I think this week was a a week of. You know, some teams kind of separate themselves one way or the other. The Ofer teams kind of stayed Ofer, and the undefeated teams kind of rose uh, to the occasion. You know, now we have six undefeated teams. Um, Packers and Chiefs won again last night. Stay undefeated. Man, the Packers look great. I know B's excited about that. Yeah, I'll get um, into that. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. The Seahawks look great. Um, obviously, the Steelers didn't play, and the Titans didn't play. Um, Bills won. The Bills won. Impressive they, game. They they looked impressive again. Josh Allen with another great game. Um, who who else do we have that was uh, Seahawks again? Seahawks another win. Yeah, we mentioned so, the Seahawks. Bunch of really good teams, but I mean, with every you know four and team, there's the zero four teams. Uh, Houston Texans going zero four, losing to the zero three. Vikings it's, at the time now one and three. Gotta be the toughest four games you start your season. Toughest with. four games, and then and at, obviously at the end of the game we fire Bill O'Brien. So is it overdue though? Overdue. Overdue. I feel like I don't mind the zero and four teams, but the things that go with it hurt. Trading Hopkins, right? You're you're not in the first round of the draft. You have the highest payroll. Like yeah, how do you that. how do you have the highest nice. payroll and you trade your best player? But the thing about it is, is like with. You know, with all the responsibilities, more pressure. So, the GM, Bill O'Brien, got the coach, Bill O'Brien, fired. And, I mean, that's just the way yes. it was. Because the coach had a stretch of some good years and went I, to the playoffs. I don't think he gets fired if he's not 
GM. Does that make sense? I think no, they I agree. Give if up, just a coach. Because those are they play Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, Vikings. That's a tough run. But hey, trading for Tunzel, who's been dog shit. Kenny Steals, who doesn't Tunzel's even play. Tunzel's been okay. Tunzel's been fine. He's, Tunzel's been okay, he's but then Kenny very Stills, average for what they gave Kenny up. Kenny Stills is like yeah. their number three receiver, number four he receiver. He barely plays. And what they got for Hopkins is ridiculous. And David David Johnson, who's I mean, running backs, and he's overpaid in my opinion. Of course, but running backs don't value a guy like Hopkins. My never qu- will. My they question never will. is: is the timing of this all seems weird? You know, they're, they're they played Jacksonville this week. They're probably going to win that game regardless. Yeah. Why fire Bill O'Brien before that game? I mean. Roman Cornell is not the coach of the future. I mean, was it that, like, just get him out right away? Like, why do you think they did I it think, this week? I just think you go GM hunting, you let uh, Romeo do intern coach, and you look for the good candidates you'll have at the end of the season. So my take on this whole thing is, like, I, I agree with CY. It's it's a weird timing play, and it's, um, again, it's, it's the GM and head coach controversy. It's like he's both of them. So it's what do you do here? Because at the end of the day, like you said, the man has won the AFC South for uh, like what probably four at least six of the years he's been there. He's been yeah, he's, 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 he's won success. He beat the pa- undefeated Patriots last year. I mean, there was a season I think last year, two seasons ago, they went zero and four to start, and then they went on twelve straight wins. Yeah. So like, they're still a good ball club. They still have a you know one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Still, I yeah, it's not really. I mean, he's having a tough start right now because he doesn't have the weapons around him, but he still has the talent. I just think as an organization, you gave that man that responsibility and that hierarchy to become your general manager and head coach and to abandon ship after four weeks just seems a little drastic. It seemed, it like you weird. made this guy your general manager and head coach. You got to be all in on this guy, regardless of what he does. And it, he went to the, he won the division last year. The thing about how frustrating it must be for ownership, knowing the last game you won was beating the Bills in that playoff game and then going in to Kansas City and having that huge lead and that's the last time like the Bills game was the last game you won and then you saw the bad taste in your mouth from that because you're up 24 what 24 yeah. points yeah. on and the Chiefs you start the season the way you did yeah and 0-4 no. I get it okay I get it the tough matchup but they were a playoff team last year that had a chance to beat the Chiefs they had them on the ropes you gotta win some of those games yeah. I don't care who you're playing you can't be 0-4 I yeah. agree. No, they should Ravens. be two and two. Those are tough. That's it. I'm mean, just saying, maybe well, maybe one and three, but for sure they should be a. You have to win one a game. And three. But one possession won games this with game. Vikings and Steelers, you got to win those games. So you're, you think you're supposed to be the better team? You think team. if he wins one of those games out of the first four weeks, he's still around? Yeah, he's not fired. If yeah. Adam Gates can have a well, fucking job. That's why. Yeah. That's why I think that um, it could be that they waited to fire him until after those four weeks because. He's obviously the one that knows the system the best and can get them prepared to play the best teams that they're going to see in the first four weeks. And then obviously, like, you get into a week against the Jaguars where it's like, okay, we can ease off a little bit. Like, let's get the interim coach in there. I get that. Yeah. I I mean, my my final point, like I said, it's just you made this guy such a vital part of your organization and you're abandoning ships so fast after he just won a playoff game. Yeah, I agree. I get it. Bad offseason, bad start. That's the ship sinking. That's exactly my point. Your organization now is in a complete remodel. Yeah. A complete remodel now. A complete, yeah. 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 I mean, you got Deshaun. I think you fire him at the end of the season, actually. Yeah, um, and that's especially fine. because you cannot tank. The Dolphins own your pick, which is pick three right <laughs> your now. Your first and second round pick. Yeah, so it's not like you could tank, and their best, their best shot at winning some games is having the same stability. Yeah, staying, that stability. staying what's going. That's a good point. I don't really see what their go- like their that. direction is. Yeah. The se- yeah. I think for sure he should have been fired just due to the antics of the off- like his GMing was awful. 
Yeah, no, that might be the owner's fault there, giving too much responsibility. 100%. It is. So speaking of absolute dumpster fires, the NFC East, absolute mess right now. The Eagles lead the division at 1-2-1, coming off a big win of San Francisco. Francisco They looked good. I thought they looked well. I think Wentz finally looked like a little like himself. Um, He did have a turnover, but... Yeah, I just... I think Mullen's bright lights got to him. Okay, so he just look. He got, Mullen's kind of looked bad at the end of the game. They took advantage. Okay, so besides good, good teams do that. Besides breaking down that game, let's look at the NFC East as a whole. Like Cowboys, which, Cowboys coming off another loss, giving up fifty burger almost. So, was it fifty or the forty eight? A ton to so, the Browns <laughs> to Ryan's Odell Beckham Jr. fantasy. That's literally it. I know. So, but yeah, Cowboys go down again. One in three. Redskins Washington, go down again. One in three. Giants, Giants go down again. Four. Yeah. So it's who the entire got? division. Yeah, who do you got? Oh, God. I mean, I, I'll start. I have Cowboys. Here, here's the reason why. <laughs> Eagles in first place right now because the Bengals didn't know how to close the game out. Sorry. Um, Facts. No one did. They didn't yeah. either. <laughs> Cow- Cowboy, Cowboys in third. They have 40 more points scored than the Eagles have on the season. But look how many points you're giving up, dude. That's, I mean, I, that's... I, know, I, I agree, but like you can, you can manage a defense to an extent. But, you cannot make up points. But here's the difference. I like the Eagles, and the reason I like the Eagles is because Dallas is relatively healthy, and they're giving they're, up all their these points. The lines a little, but they're still shaky. putting up points. Yeah, the defense. I'm saying they're healthy. The Eagles they are down a Van ton of guys. The Eagles are banged up. They're banged up in the offensive line. They're banged up on defense. They're banged up all the way through. So that's why I think I think the Eagles, if they can kind of build some momentum off this win, and unless Dallas proves something, they can stop a nosebleed. At, they got fucking two, but, eleven cones out there. But the, trying to they're, stop. they're easily three and one, four and zero. Oh, if they have one stop somewhere in a game, no, they're playing. It's like, close ball games. Who do you guys got? Yeah, I mean, who do you got in that division? Uh, it's a toss-up between those two, Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah. I could literally flip a coin. Right now, I'm, I, give the, I give a little bit of an edge to the Eagles. Um, they just obviously played my 49ers team. They played them tough. Um, obviously, we're very banged up. But I do think that them defensively, they ha- still have Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham at that defensive front who are, you and know. Derek Barnett. I, yeah. like, I can't stand that Yes, guy, I know. But, he yeah. messed up Jamal Williams last year. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. so. I mean, they still have elite, elite player playmakers on that side of the ball. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham were all over the place in the last, the last couple weeks. I mean, it, we saw it against the Bengals, yeah. against the 49ers. They yeah. were in the backfield consistently, especially with when Fletcher Cox, he's a little banged up still, and he's still playing. He's still disrupting games. So I give them the edge because of that. Um, the Cowboys' offense, like I said, is very but I, explosive. Yeah, but I don't think the Eagles' points. D stops the Cowboys' offense. I think they can enough, but I don't think the Cowboys' yeah. defense can stop a nosebleed right now. Well, so that's the thing. No, they, they can't anyone, but I, I feel like that is the, the part to figure out because, like I just said, they're, besides the Browns right, really at the end of the game, they're one-possession games. They they gotta find these wins when they're putting when Dak if we if they find those wins we're talking about Dak needs to close a historic offense. Dak like, needs to close. He does. Well, he's putting up yeah. crazy numbers. That's yeah, not. Yeah, and that's not his fault. And that's that's my point is that's why I'm gonna take the Cowboys and edge here mm-hmm. is because I don't see any of those other quarterbacks capable of putting up 500 yards. Yeah. You know. If it's going to come to a shootout like that and we're just going to air it out all game... Cowboys should win that Cowboys game. Cowboys should yeah. win. No, yeah. I get it. And I'm just saying, the, the gap is not wide between the two teams. No. They both are the obviously Eagles, both in bad yeah. places the right Eagles now. The Eagles are good at getting the nitty-gritty wins. And yeah. the Cowboys got to figure out how to do that. Okay, so how many wins wins the division? Seven. 
seven Ooh. at this point in the like what <laughs> can, can we say anymore? I got I'd say eight. I'd I think say eight. I think if the Eagles go eight, seven, and one, that wins it. I think eight. I, I agree. love that. I'm just saying it's true. It's not you're I not mean, wrong. Just limping well, just, well, just looking at it, it doesn't yeah. look like that's the, you know, the uh, NFC high. South one year, the Panthers won with seven games. Yeah. The Rams yeah. have been to the playoffs at seven and nine before. So it's, it's happened. It's, oh, it's, it's happened doable. Plenty of time, especially, I mean, well, it's just, we'll see how it ends up. Yeah, but it's, it doesn't look good for any of those. Let's teams. just no. say that's th- there will be one team coming yeah, out of that division. Let's just all team. agree on that's, that. That's the rub, yeah. yeah. Um, sure. All right, so update our competition, B. Where are we at? Um, we had a kind of big swing here this week. Uh, CY in first with 22. That's right, undefeated. Kay Morg had a brutal week. Still in second place. Still in second place with 19. Mac had a huge upset. First upset of the year, Brown, baby. Brown, Browns hit. Browns over Cowboys. Yeah. He's at 18. I, no, we hit upsets, right? First week. First round. Yeah, you, you guys well, first for you. First for me. Oh, good yeah. for you. First for me. Good for you. Yep. Mac, so at 18. Kept me in there. And then I'm at 17. I had a... Yeah. I had a perfect week besides my upset to keep me in the ball game, but Let's close the gap though. Yeah, I mean, gap is I'm two points behind second place. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're we're there. It's a good. That was <laughs> a good, good swing. <laughs> well, we You're we welcome. knew based on our picks last week we were split on a lot that it was going to swing one way or another. We yeah. didn't think it was going to swing this much. Yeah, where me Cowboy, and Blaine if, were just completely yeah. right and you guys were completely wrong. But That's true. But if, if Cowboys if Cowboys won that game, Max dead last by a few points. Yeah. yeah. So that was a big upset for him. Wow. Okay. So we'll get into this week's games in a bit. Um, now it's time for our Big Nuts Player of the Week. We're going to start with Mac. Who is your Big Nuts Player of the Week? Yeah. And even though they took the loss, I'm going to take Justin Herbert in this game. He got in a shootout with uh, with a veteran quarterback. You look I, good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought we saw what's to come for Justin Herbert. What's Aside to come, from, Mac? I think he's going to be a star quarterback. I think star. that's their franchise I guy. I think that's star their franchise quarter. guy. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I think watched. that's their franchise guy. Aside from the rookie mistake, forcing a ball in there late, that was a great game. And that's I thought he played thing. a great game. His big thing was um, forcing every every game he's forced the ball and had a rookie mistake where he throws a pick you know, at a crucial point of the game. But – his deep ball and the way he's actually reading defenses is better than I thought. He looks really good, man. Yeah, and he you like to really see him link up with the stars. And he's not. Keenan the... Allen was getting targeted all game. Yeah, and he wasn't the reason they lost. No, you know, they fumbled. Absolutely Josh Kelly fumbled that ball yeah. before half, and their defense gave up some things. But yeah, yeah, okay. So Justin Herbert, big nuts play of the week That's for Matt. Old. Um, okay, more. Who's your big nuts play of the week? Got Odell Beckham Jr. Like oh, okay. I, I played against him in fantasy this week, still beat him, but I mean, the guy went absolutely berserk. I mean, the guy's been getting absolutely shat on in the offseason. More ways than one, intended. obviously. More ways than one, but I mean, let's be honest, like I said, we, we've been waiting for a breakout game for him for the past two seasons now. It, it took a pass from Jarvis Landry. Yeah, a little trickery, I mean, but before, whenever you get know, it going. With the Bengals, he had a deep ball but he caught, still caught one catch or something like this yeah. he literally went crazy I mean the end around that he had I mean the dude was fucking flying, flying. flying. I mean, it, it went still, from like a 20 yard loss to like a 50 yeah. yard touchdown I think, I, think, I think this game's proved uh, like the fans and all the haters out there to him that this man is still has insane talent insane athleticism and he can still be a number one receiver on Basically, and team good, for, right good for Steve to find ways to get him the ball. Absolutely, too. Yeah, get him better. going. Yeah, yeah and that's what I'm saying. They're, it's a three-in-one team. They're in a good situation now with a you know a head coach that's putting them in the right offensive plays. So I think even with Nick Chubb going down, I still think that team's in a good spot. And Odell Beckham, like I said, he's my big nuts player of the week. Yeah, I like that. 
I got a, I got a team also, uh, or I got a player coming off a loss as well. Man, George Kittle. 15 yeah, catches, 183 yards, and in, in a touchdown. Off an injury. With two quarterbacks. Yeah, guys coming healthy. off injury. Guy's yeah. very healthy. Just absolutely. Uh, that was my gripe yeah. with the Niners. Two, two different quarterbacks. Like, was, before I'll let you finish, sorry, but my gripe with the Niners was you throw him a screen every time and let him just run for He gets eight every time he touches the ball. He's very hard to tackle. Um, He's a fucking monster. He was targeted. This is my favorite fact of the game. He was targeted 15 times. (laughs) Caught every single ball. Caught every single ball. He made made do of it. And they almost gave him a little bit of, you know, they gave him the ball constantly on the last drive and and gave him a chance to throw, granted, some really bad plays there at the end. But they threw a Hail Mary. And there was a chance for the Niners to make something special right there. And Kittle was the only reason that was close. So, big nuts. Yeah, I love it. George Kittle. All right. I think you guys have to know where I'm going. First dub of the year for the Bengals. I'm going with uh, Joe Mixon, his breakout game. Um, Good for Joe Mixon. 25 carries, 151 yards, and two touchdowns. Ran all over. Then had, another, yeah, then had another six catches for 30 yards and a touchdown. Three total touchdowns. Um, I mean, I talked – Kate Morgan, B. Raymond had that big trade last week and kind of talked about it. Yeah. I knew this was coming. They talked about – him blowing up, just give him some time, and he went berserk. When I say last week, I said Joe Mixon is due. Yeah. If yes. you are an athlete, you believe in some and of I that voodoo. That was a good trade for you. And yeah. Players and are due. And he'd yeah. been dog shit, to be honest. Yeah. So Big it was nuts. good. It was good for him to break out. Quick side note: What did Joe Burrow do with that uh, game ball? Put it back in the bag, dude. Just another ball. <laughs> that's cold. Got man. the game ball. Said, that put is it back ice in the cold. Bag. <laughs> so that's another ball, dude. <laughs> It's all, it's all for hype. It's <laughs> all for hype. <laughs> fucking look at, look at the snarky comment. I fucking came more about the Bengals. Go 500. Yeah, like your team is. More than you. <laughs> Super Bowl contenders. More than you. All right. Again, so, more than yeah, you. Super Bowl, last place. You know, all right. So think, I feel like they always hate on each other. Big Nuts play of the week is Joe Mixon for me. So um want to get into kind of a real or fake segment that we've been going to. Um we had a lot of two and two teams, and we talked about some of these at two and zero. Oh. Now they're two and two, or we have some teams that are in the other direction. Won a few games. Uh, I want to go through a handful of teams and let's kind of talk about them. What do we got on them? Um, good, bad, or indifferent. So we're going to start with um, the Patriots. This is an interesting team. I mean, they're two and two. They're coming off two straight losses. Obviously, no Cam last game. Mac, what do you got? Real or fake? I think they're real. Yeah. I think they're real. I think with Cam Newton, they put themselves in a great position to win that game. Um, it's hard to count out Belichick. I think they prepare on a week-to-week basis as good as anybody. Right. I, I think they prepare and put themselves in a position to win just as good as anybody, so I'm going to consider them real. B? I, I like Patriots uh, on the up, man. Yeah. They, yeah. They're three yards away from being 3-1 and one, um, in the Seahawks game. Yeah, and obviously no Cam Newton against the Chiefs, a team that maybe could have been, maybe not. Anyways, I mean the Chiefs is probably the best team in football, but I Bill I, Bill's just so good. Their secondary is the best in football uh, with McCourty brothers, Gilmore. I I really like the Patriots. They're gonna win all the nitty gritty games. They're gonna get they're gonna run down your throat, and they're gonna play really good defense. Okay, Mark. Yeah. Um, Staying on track with everybody else, Patriots are real. I've been saying, I said it when they were two and one, and they, you know, were still beating teams. Um, Patriots are great. They, like, just like Max said, they have Bill Belichick as a head coach, which means they're going to be in every single ball game, regardless who's that quarterback. When Cam Newton gets back, I 
I'm going to say it. I think they win the division this year. It's going to be close. I, I think the Bills are real too, but I think the Patriots are real. Still with you they'll, guys, they'll be right behind them. Uh, I think they're real. I think they're going to be in every ball game. Um, you guys kind of touched on all the points, but I, I think they're a real team. Um, moving on, uh, the Raiders. I'll stay with it. Um, I said it from the two when they're two and zero. I think they're fake, uh, and they're kind of proving that last two weeks. I I gave a recipe to beat them, and I guess people are listening to the podcast because. There are recipes to beat them. Yeah, the other teams are listening to your yeah. your takes yeah. on the Raiders. Okay, they've lost two straight. Yeah, so um, you but you got to look at who the Raiders are losing to. Who yeah. they played? No, they're playing. They played Saints, Bills, or Saints, Patriots, Bills in a row. And now they got the Chiefs coming up, so they will be two and three probably. But you're talking about the best teams in the AFC and one of the better teams in the NFC. Their schedule's ridiculous. It's I, brutal. It's brutal. But at the end of the day. I don't think they play enough defense, and I don't trust Carr. I just don't, man. Like I don't think Carr's the problem this year, and you know I hate Carr. But you, I, I mean, just don't think he's a problem this year. Then what's the problem? It's, it's they're good. not a very good team. They're no, their defense is not good again, and like I just said, I mean they're in ball games. So what do you got, real or fake? Uh, they're right there. Medium. You don't know. You don't know yet. They're, I'm not going to say they're fake. They're not a fake football team. They're, they're st- good. Jury's still out. But they're playing. They're playing the best teams in the NFL. But it doesn't get any easier. They have a ridiculous. Schedule I mean, it does get only... easier than the Bills and Chiefs <laughs> and, and Patriots. They it gets the, easier than they got to play the Chiefs twice. Okay, so you're going to play the Chiefs this week, but you're you're talking about Patriots, Bills, Chiefs all in a row. That's the best AFC teams. Yeah, yeah it's a tough stretch. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I so just think I don't think they're real. B's on real. Code CY is on fake. I I think the Raiders are real. Like I said it before, I agree with B. I don't think Derek. You know that car is the problem. Um, they're running into a really tough schedule. I just think those teams are a little bit more real. Yeah. All, you could say, like I said, all those three teams that they played are more real than them. They're going to finish second place in the AFC West um, and be a wild card team. They're underdogs in they're the next real. three games. Yeah, because they're playing tough teams. They're tough. I mean, do you they're, find they're, a win in those games though? They got they they have to Chiefs, not the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I get it. That's they're more than likely going to lose. They got that game. Tampa at home. That's and then they, that's a toss. And then they're at Cleveland. So I they mean, win at least one of those games. I they think. have to, right? They have yes. to. Yeah, they well, have to. They their their team can figure it out, but I think it just starts with like you got to get Gunther. You got to get him out of there, like ASAP, because you know Kevin just touched on it. I touched on it. Carr is not the problem. He's putting up thirty plus. Yeah, he's put he's like, putting his offense in good situations yes. to win ball games. And he's, Defense he's, putting, he's over up seventy completion points. rating. He's playing really good. Um, I and do. I hate Carr. I think he. I think he's soft. But he's playing good football. They're playing good teams. They got to figure out how to beat the better teams in the NFL, and then then they'll be where you know Raider fans want them to him, be. I see him as a playoff wild card team. They're not going to be better than the Chiefs, but they're real. That's where I had him at in bold. So you're sticking with them? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm in the middle ground. Okay. I'm not sure about Carr. I, if I had to put the blame on something, I'm going to put it on the defense. Uh, but they. I mean, I think everybody's touched on the points that they have played a tough schedule so far. Their schedule is absolute shit this year. So it's all—it's a mixed emotion. So yeah. B and Mac have them kind of jury still out. I say fake. Game works is real. So I mean, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, it's going to—it's just the schedule is so brutal, man. Yeah. So we'll see the next three weeks, and then you know we'll see what what kind of comes with it. Next team we want to get into is the Cardinals. Uh, we'll start with K Moore. Wow. Okay. Um, I said it the first time around when the Cardinals 2-0. Uh, 
I said that, you know what, they're a real football team, but they're not nearly as good as everyone thinks. That was my biggest take on them. I still feel the same way. I still think they're a good football team. I just don't think they're great. Like, everyone kind of was predicting, you know, everyone was jumping on that bandwagon. So, coming off two straight losses to two teams that people aren't exactly all in on, and I said the Panthers were a lot, were a much improved team, and watch out for them. So, like I said, the Cardinals are okay. So, jury's still out. So, I'm in the middle ground. Yeah. It's not real, not fake. They're not real, not fake. They're going to beat some decent teams. They're going to lose to some decent teams. I'm right there with him. I think Kyler Murray is finally starting to fall back down to earth. Um, if they were going to be a team that is just going to be out of this world this year, he would have had to play out of his mind. Consistently. They, be, they should be undefeated. Yes. If consistently. they were as real as everyone thought, they should be And I think he's right finally starting to fall back down to earth. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I might even go fake. I was so on them wow. after 2-0, but... You lose one game at home to Detroit, I'll give it to you. You know, you lay an egg, what it happens. You can't follow up a tough loss by going to an average Carolina team mm-hmm. and absolutely laying another egg. Yeah. That's very alarming. Good teams do not do that. Yeah. Good teams bounce back after laying an egg and they come out and they, they beat the shit out of teams. You know, they, they real teams do that. And I don't I'm I'm very alarmed with the progression of this football team through the four weeks. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay in the middle with them. The leaning thing. But leaning thing. You were all in. And I was all in. I, I this loss was very alarming. If they don't come out and win by three eye opening. Eye opening. If they don't come out and win by three touchdowns this week against the Jets with yeah. no Sam Darnold. Fake as shit. Yeah. B. Everyone knows and who listen to podcasts. I've been high on Murray. I'm high on the Cardinals. They're fake. <laughs> um <laughs> Cody touched a lot of points I wanted to touch on, but you win those two games if you're, you know, the team to beat, like, in the NFC. If you want to win that division or make wild card in that division, you just lost two games that could be very crucial down the road. Just like the Seahawks are doing. Yeah, the Seahawks are winning some closer ballgames, but they're getting it done. But they're getting it done. And, you know, Lions, Panthers back-to-back, which are two of the – I don't know. Lower, I will say lower in NFC teams at this point in the season. Panthers look a lot better. They're kind of getting some steam under them. We'll get into that in a second. But the Cardinals, man, you can't lose those two games and get called real. They're fake. They're fake. Yeah. Um, next, we have the Niners. Um, I'll start. I mean, it's nothing against their team. They're just they're so banged up. I have to go fake. I mean, they have the team they're rolling out there is not their team, and I don't see it getting better anytime soon with injuries. So I'm going fake. Yeah, I mean, I'll stay there. I'll stay on the fake train. I think, uh, I think I was on the edge of the cliff going into this week. Um, that's where I've been the last two weeks with them uh, since all their injuries. But I think I jumped off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, I jumped off. I think um, both of you are going to regret what you say when Jimmy and Molster get back into the lineup. We'll uh, see. They, they, they did have a, they have a tough schedule coming up, and I'm really disappointed they lost to the Eagles because I called the Eagles a dumpster fire a week ago. So that that kind of hurt, you know what I mean? And that's really that's really all all that does it for me. It was it was tough to see that, and I was high on Nick Mullins. I'm a big Nick Mullins guy, but man, Jimmy will get Debo and Ayuk involved, which hasn't been the case lately. Uh, the rook had the nice catch and run leap touchdown, but like they're not getting the targets and volume that should be, and Jimmy will increase that a lot, and they'll start winning games. Yeah, this is obviously my team. Um, they're real. I would never say my team is fake. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, we've, we've already said it. We have the we have a terrible injury bug going on our team. If you, the team we're rolling out, I get it, is not our team at full strength, but we're still incredibly competitive with Nick Mullins at quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. With with two starting corners out, right. we're still you know a very very good team. Like Shanahan is figuring it out. And here's my difference. Okay, here's what I'll say. You guys been you're you're right on that, but you guys didn't play the Seahawks. You didn't play. The Rams. You guys played the Eagles, the Giants, the Jets. Okay. And competitive and really good. Yeah. You lose to the Eagles. You have to win this game this week. It's a must win against Miami. And then it gets into the tough ones. Yeah, and we'll have our guys back by then. You but I'm not but my argument is Nick Mullins isn't competitive. You don't like that's but the Eagles D is arguably way better than the Seahawks defense at this point in the season. I wouldn't say way better. Yeah, no way better. The I Seahawks would say defense slightly, looks awful. But look at the Seahawks have better. played. The Eagles haven't played the offenses that the Seahawks have played either. But I mean they're they're still getting the it. The point done. is Nick Mullins Nick Mullins is not in the same league as other quarterbacks. You put Nick Mullins in another offense, he would not succeed. He, Kyle Shanahan is making that offense work with not a lot going on. And that's why I think even with Jimmy Garoppolo, you got we can argue this till we're blue in the face. He is not, you know, he's not a top five quarterback in the league. I know that. As a 49er fan, we know that. But we don't need him to be, is my point. Kyle Shanahan, he is good enough in Kyle Shanahan's offense to spread that ball to Debo. Ayuk, Kittle's a monster. Use check even. You know, we have guys and playmakers around him with a good enough offensive line that we're going to get that job done. And that's why that's why we are a real football and, team. And I, this is why I don't think so because you don't – you have enough – you hate Jimmy Garoppolo. Because you have, this is why you <laughs> have – He hates your team. He hates my team. When you say you have enough to get it done, yeah, you have enough to get it done when you have a top three defense in the league. And based on the injuries you have, you don't have that top three defense anymore. So I don't think you have enough firepower on offense – to match the injuries on defense and not having that top three defense anymore. It's nothing against those guys on offense, but your team was a defensive first, built first team, and the offense well, was supposed to put up enough points. Well, Loser and Jimmy back, they do. They do they have don't. an offense. They don't. They I, would, don't. I would say I Cody's argument would be really valid, except for last season when we had the absolute shootout against the Saints, and our offense needed to make plays to make they that. Did. It was a shootout, and we did. Like, our offense is still good enough to make plays when it counts. And that's why I think, regardless if we give up that 45 points, we still score 48 in one game. Honestly, and here's what I'll leave you with. Jimmy G, I have my, from the beginning, even Shanahan doesn't trust him. And we can, you saw the Super Bowl, they they ran the ball three times and they punted it instead of trying to go for it for half because he knows who he has. He threw a perfect corner route to George Kittle. He knows who he has. He knows who he has at the end of the day. A winning quarterback. Quarterback that can take us to a Super Bowl. I mean, he's a winning quarterback. He makes Jimmy Garoppolo good, and that's just the fact of the matter. When he comes back, we're going to be in every single ball game with a chance to win. We are a real. We'll move on. I think fake. You think real? You think completely fake? I think too many injuries. I think I don't see. That's what I wanted to clarify. I don't think completely fake. Okay, they're going to be in every single football game. I think they're very capable of beating the Eagles. I would have loved to see them beat the Eagles. We're capable of beating every football team. That's capable and actually beating them is two different things. No, it's not. You're two and two right now. Okay, like with your Nick, record with is Nick your Mullins, record, but you're in a your schedule and, it's a, just, and a brutal injury, and, and that's it's still they should they, not be two and two. Okay, but okay. the injury's not getting any better. Like yes, they are. We, they're, they're getting their players back on when's, offense. When's Bosa coming back? 
I, I talked Sherman about that back. when both of Sherman is coming back. I'm not Sherman and Verrett are coming back. Kittle is already back. Garoppolo is coming back in two weeks. So is most. Most is coming back this week. Back. And that's why I want to revisit this once they do come back. We'll, we'll talk about it. I think it I'll again. have a different right. answer. I disagree with Kevin. Every football game, you won't count them out. Exactly. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Um, we'll move on to the Panthers. Two and two Panthers. What do you guys got on the Panthers? I'd say fake. I know, I yeah, I'm going to say fake as well. I don't win a damn game. <laughs> I mean, they're they're winning games. And the Panthers impressive. aren't fake. They're they're not a fake football team. I mean, guys, they just beat the Cardinals, who everyone said was so real. Oh, you know, Why two weeks ago. <laughs> That's fine. So okay, a fake team beating a fake team, but they're still beating fake teams. Then, which makes them not a super fake team. They are a middle of the road team. They're not real. They're not fake. They're a middle of the road team. They're going to finish third in that division. Down. They're better than the Falcons. That's for sure. I really like Shit what I'm on. seeing from Rule in that in a young yes, football thank team. Thank you. Really I said it from the start. Team. Jeremy Chin, the safety they drafted in the second round, has been, has been playing like one of the best safeties in the league. All the analysts are talking about it. I said it was a great pickup. I thought they had a phenomenal draft. They just hammered the defense on their draft. So I, I think they're in a good spot for the future. And I think they're an okay team this year. And the, Brian you know, Burns is an absolute superstar. Yeah, and they're going to compete for the next couple of years. Now, I'm, I'm Fair with, take. I'm with you. I, I'm not going to call them real. Like, they're not going to go and make playoffs. No, no. Yeah. But, but we're taking what a middle, middle road. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. and two is impressive to me. Um, That's impressive I, for them. Yeah, it was impressive for them and that how young they are. I, Teddy's finally getting a, a little bit of football filled back. It's been a long time, man. Um, so he's finally got the you know the keys to the kingdom somewhere, and he look he look he looks good last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, so you're kind of the middle. I, I think they're in the good middle. Yeah, I, I think I'll stay in the middle. I, I say fake. I just don't. I mean, based on this, we're saying they go, you know, through four games. If they stay on pace, they win eight games. Go eight and eight. I don't see them get there. You don't I, think they go eight and eight? No. I don't think they win eight games. I think they're they might be a little under five hundred, but yeah. that's still a middle of the road team. If they win seven For, games, I would be impressed. I would be impressed if they win seven compared to what everyone thought. If they yeah, win I'm seven saying games, that is an impressive season for the Panthers. They win seven with games with what they've done. That would be impressive. I thought for sure they would, they would have a top five pick. Oh, I would have loved that. Bad. <laughs> and, I would have loved that. And, too. and I, I know that. I love that too. I know that would have been that actually would be a tough matchup. Their two wins are without CMC. That is oh, so true. Yeah. You know, this is just a, a really high dose that we Mike should Davis talk about. better than McCaffrey? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, all right, so last team we'll break down. This is kind of an interesting team. Um, the Saints. 2-2 two two Saints coming off of a big win. They were down 14 nothing. They scored 35 unanswered. Um, B, we'll start with you. Yeah, um, I really liked what I saw in the, the Lions game with the Saints is because – the game started how I thought it would actually, because how they've been looking. You know, we he had them. yeah, me and Kevin called upsets for Lions win, and the game started exactly how I thought because Drew Brees really been throwing to Kamara, and that's it. A high and percentage. He's fine. And during the game, I think literally in the middle of the game, he found chemistry with Sanders with Smith. They got the offense rolling without Michael Thomas, so they're going to start winning some games. They're obviously real. You're not going to count out a team that has Drew Brees at quarterback fake. You're not going to do that. But they did have some suspects games in there where you're like, all right, you guys got to figure it out quick. But they, I think they figured it out. Yeah, I'm going, I'm I'm real with them. They start they start slow sometimes. Sean Payton has an after starting slow. I'm not worried about the Saints. They'll get Michael Thomas back. But they lost the Raiders. You said were super fake. Yeah, they did. I mean, they dropped they, they dumped the, they they dropped the ball. I mean, first they, game in the Death Star, though. Yeah, I mean that's and 
we can go back to a questionable call again, but uh, with no Michael Thomas, but I still think the Saints are they're real. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, okay. Yeah, the Saints the Saints are still a good football team. You can't count them out in any game. Lattimore and uh, Jonas Jenkins were out against the Lions, so they're gonna get them back. They're still gonna be in a lot of ball games. All right, so that's our real or fake segment with those five teams. I'm sure we'll come back to this in a few weeks when um, we get some more information out there. Um, now we've gone through four weeks of the season. It's time for our quarter season awards. Um, we're each going to have an award that we're going to give out through four games. Obviously, this is subject to change, and we'll touch back on it halfway through the year. Um, so we'll start with B's MVP. Who's our league MVP right now? I, I wore my jersey, and I'll die on this hill. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Uh, he has 1,200 yards, which is fifth in the league. 13 touchdowns was his second, only behind Russell Wilson, who you can make a very real argument for. Yep. And he's first in passer rating. And on top of that, he has a Packers team who's first in points scored. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely killing it. No Devontae Adams for two weeks. Adams for, yeah, a week and a half, two weeks. No Lazard um, this week. Yeah. Lazard is out indefinitely for surgery, core surgery. Uh, he threw three touchdowns to Bobby, uh, Robert Tanya, um, last night, Monday Night Football. And, man, Aaron Jones is the real deal. I hope we give him everything he asked for because he's he really is the heart of this football team and this offense, especially chemistry-wise. The guy's, a, the guy's a killer. But Aaron Rodgers has been perfect Nuts. in every aspect of football on the offensive side, obviously. So B's MVP goes Aaron Rodgers. Can't, all right, so can't argue with that. Can't argue with it. Not at all. Um, now it's time for Kate Moore's Fantasy Football MVP of the year. Um, who's your guy in fantasy football? So fantasy football this year has been it's been different, as we all know. The number one and number two picks um, being McCaffrey and Saquon, one out for the season, the other on IR for you know an, an um, unknown amount of time right now. So it's it's been different. So we've kind of been if you had those two picks, you're kind of piecing your season along right now. So um, really, the best player, if we're talking from a running back perspective, who is the most important you know piece of your team in a lot of leagues is Alvin Kamara. He's done the best job consistently week in, week out. He puts up a ton of points every single week. It's hard to deny. He's gotten the end zone like crazy. Um, my surprise that you would say is, okay, for the value and everything going on, back to B, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the guy has been absolutely dominant. He's put up three touchdowns. He's been blowing up point systems, because especially where people had him valued. I mean, I think- He got disrespected. He got drafts. super disrespected. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he went, what, like, Eighth round in our league, eighth like round. yeah, you got traded right, right, traded up, traded yeah. up So I mean, still for that That's value, he's the, the number top. He's a top three quarterback right now, which is incredible. Um, he's my fantasy MVP for everything he's done for and what what he's worth to your fantasy team right Stay now. Stay on him, baby. Yeah. Um, okay, now it's time for Matt's best team. Who's your team that surprised you the most, or not surprised you, but who's the best team? Who's number one? Who are you going with? Got to give it to the Packers, dude. Packers. Packers, Holy cow. Packers are wow. the best team in the league. They haven't turned the ball over once this year. That's crazy. Not once. That and I think they have a I think I think Aaron Rodgers has a very rare quality that you find in quarterbacks and I only see it in the other possibly uh, debatable guy yeah. for MVP is Russell Wilson. Guys that make players around them very very good. You know, they know how to use their rookies. Um I mean, you got Depth is a key factor for them. You got Williams going for 95 yards and eight receptions. Like, yeah, Jamal come on. had a big game. Yeah, it's a, it's the real well, deal. That's over surprising. There. I mean, yeah. this is crazy. Someone, I mean, get, get, who's your next best team? We can't just 
Packers we sweep could stay. everybody. I, mean, I, would, I would say Jesus. I would say Seattle, but I mean, what about Super Bowl champs? You have the Chiefs, dude. 4-0. Yeah, but they played some close games, dude. Yeah. They played some really close games, they and the only reason I'm not Seattle, giving it to Seattle is because I know that was the body clock game, playing across the coast, yeah. uh, playing against Miami, but they didn't look great. They didn't look great. I think uh, Russell Wilson had a key turnover late in the game that could have lost them the game, really. Well, you could have lost them the game. Think about, like, the top three. You said Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, yeah. all, of, all undefeated, all phenomenal quarterbacks in their own right. Packers defense is playing better than those other yeah. teams. Yep. No, so yep. I think that yeah, that's I would good, say yeah. does give them the edge. You yeah. can argue with all three of them, but yeah. I think yeah. yeah, I think we're staying on the Packers, the Packers. train here. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Let's now it's time it. for my my surprise of the year. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams, man. The Rams have looked good, three and one. Um, they tra- we you know we all sat here and said they traded away a lot of pieces. They're not they're not going to be good, and far and behold, they're three and one. You know, they they didn't look great against the Giants, but those those are the games you just win. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. You don't play great, but you find a way to win. Who had, who had them going last place in our bowls? Like, how many of us? Uh, I think we all did. I think, I think we yeah. all did. We might, we we might have did. to look at that, yeah, but that's, that's, I think that I remember. That has to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. it's a surprise. Yeah. They're, they're, they're battling that, for that's first. That's a perfect example of the yeah. surprise team. Surprise. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm staying with the Rams, man. I think they're – we talked about real or fake. They're still proving themselves to be real. Man, good for the Rams. They're surprised. Let's keep it keep it rolling. What about what about a negative surprise? Who's the team that you have been just absolutely like, wow, I can't believe they are the Vikings. Oh, in four, one, oh, three. The Vikings. That's a good one. I mean, That's we all too, we yeah. all them competing for a division title with Packers. Mm-hmm. We thought that was to be the team, and they haven't won. A, they won one game. They look better. Yeah. Um, I think a close second is the Cowboys. I put a lot of stock in the Cowboys this year, and they're just so, so, so disappointed. So did I. Yeah. So I always do. I know. Always, because I love Zeke so much. I think mm-hmm. Zeke's an absolute monster. I, I he on, still is, yeah. but their defense is I so I went on bad. air and called them 12-4 and going to have number one offense in the league, and they yeah. might have the number one offense in the league <laughs> and win eight games. <laughs> All right, and so win that, four. That's our week, oh. four, week four preview. It's out. Throw it in a bag. Trash it. Week four is done. It's time to go to week five. All right, now it's time for our NFL Week 5 preview. We got five games we're going to give to you. We're going to make our picks. You heard the updated standings. Um, so let's start with undefeated Buffalo Bills on the road again at the Tennessee Titans, who are coming off a bye week, unexpected bye. Um, let's start with you, K. Moore. Who's, who do you got? First of all, yes, I did have a rough week last week. <laughs> Partly. You mean an offer? That wasn't an offer. I got two lock. points. I got two points. It was a tough. I went from first to second. Obviously, we're here to bounce back now. Um, I partly in due to just intoxication, not on the podcast, but I wasn't there to watch my games. You know what I mean? Is there a difference when you're actually watching all the games? What were you doing Sunday? Oh, I was in a bed. <laughs> I couldn't move. I literally couldn't move. Hung up. I couldn't move out of this. Bed. I was there also. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fetal no. I, I got some bones to pick with fetal you about position. that. All right. So, so. Yeah, I couldn't move, so that's partly to their fact. Um, with that, I'm you know I'm gonna be watching the games this weekend. Really gonna be studying. I'm gonna turn some things around. And get take back a first place lead here. I'm going with the Bills. Wow. I'm going with the Bills. Bills. I bet against them last week with the Raiders. Um, they're the better team here. I'm out on Tannehill. I think Josh Allen's the better quarterback, and I think the Bills are the better team. Mac, double up, double, double up. up. I'm fucked. Yep. Uh, <laughs> double up on I'm that. Max with me. I'm fucked. Uh, you know where I'm going. I'm big on Tennessee this year. I'm taking the Titans off a bye. That's another long road trip for Buffalo. Back to back weeks. Um, Josh Allen a little banged up last week. I think he's fine, but I think Tennessee's a better team. I think they run the ball about 40 times this game, and they win the game. 
Hey boys, let's catch let's catch number one. Oh, Bills Mafia. Let's go. Get it. I've been, let's you, get it. If you guys have been listening, <laughs> I've been so high on the Bills. I think it's weird to say high power offense and Buffalo Bills. Yeah. It's been a it's, minute. It's strange. So been a minute. Yeah. that's what they are though. And Tennessee has given up thirty points in their last two outings. Thirty points. Yep. Against teams that they're okay. Okay, teams. Yeah, and the Bills are a good football team. They are. Is this is this what we expected out of the Bills going into this season? Yeah, no, everyone knew. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. I had Sean McDermott. Yeah. You had Sean yeah. McDermott, yeah. coach of the year. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of knew. Yeah, and that was partly because we thought the Patriots would fall off a bit, which they haven't. So we'll see how that progresses through the season. Yeah. All right. So I'm Lone Wolf. Lone I'm Wolf. Lone Wolf with the Tennessee Titans on that one. Oh, all right. That's so. Big. Game two, we have the Colts at the Browns. Uh, both teams are three and one, coming off nice wins. Um, Colts being the Bears, and who were undefeated at the time, and the Browns going into Dallas, we mentioned and beating them. Mac, we'll start with you. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts in this game. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the Colts. Nick Chubb is down. Um, I don't think without two fresh running backs go uh, bouncing back and forth in there um, that they're going to be able to hang. I got the Colts D line as an absolute powerhouse against the run, and hopefully they force Baker Mayfield to throw the ball a little bit. I think so. Um, I'm taking the Colts as well. I think you know they their defense is firing all cylinders. Yep. Their offense is scoring enough points. They're finally giving, like Blaine said last week. They're giving JT the wall a bunch, and they're not making Rivers do too much. Yep. I think they kind of found – they hit their stride. Um, Cleveland, they tried to lose that game last week. They really did. If the Cowboys hit any sort of defense, the Cowboys scored, like, what, 21 and answered and tried to come back, and they just couldn't stop them. Yeah. So, I'm not saying the Colts have that kind of offense, but I think a good defense kind of slows the Browns down and, and stops them. So, I'm going to go with the Colts. I think taking the Colts' defense in this game for fantasy Ooh. wouldn't be a bad pick either. I think the I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Colts' defense is the best in the league through four weeks, in my opinion. Um, and obviously, I have everyone who listens to podcast. I have the, the over nine wins Colts ticket right. in Vegas, so I got to stick with that. And I, I'm but I'm gonna go on a point that you guys didn't touch. I think the Browns are fake. Yeah. Like, you guys are complimenting the Colts a lot. I think the Browns are fake. Um, I think they're going to start falling off, and I'd be surprised if they finished uh, 500 or more. I'd oh. be shocked. Okay. I agree with that. I'm not yeah, I'm yeah. off on that. Colts. Okay, Morgan. Yeah. Lone Wolf in it? Lone Wolf in no, it? No, I'm not. Uh, I wanted somebody to. I'm not. It's right. the Colts. Right. Um, I don't I don't think the Browns are necessarily fake. I think they're a middle-of-the-pack team. I just think the Colts' defense is very strong. I miss Buckner. To my core, as being a Niner fan, he was such a beast. I mean, we've seen highlights this year. I love the guy. Yeah, he's been um, amazing. Yeah, I just think the Colts' defense is better than the Browns. So sweep across the board. Um, next game on the slate, we have the Vikings got the Seahawks. I'll start this one off. I'm taking the Seahawks. I think if this game was in Minnesota, I might have some reservations. And I think this game's gonna be closer than people think. But I'm gonna go with Seattle. B. I think this is the game where. The Vikings could flip the scripts <laughs> and really it. tell us how bad the Hawks' defense is. Then pick them. <laughs> yeah, pick them. Then em. pick them. But, <laughs> yeah, right. but Russell does it again. All right. Russell yeah. does it again. Okay, Morgan. Yeah, nothing new here. You can't bet against the Seahawks until they lose. Yep. Right. Seahawks. Seahawks. Yep. Sweep across the board. All right, so last game we'll mention here on the podcast because we're going to go IGTV with the other one. Um, we'll start with B. 
Falcons versus Panthers. I think there's going to be a little um, cool. spread across the board oh. here. Oh, okay. Um, outside of any football facts, right? I'm not going to – I'll get it a couple football facts, but I, I'm going to mention I have a bet with Kevin um, that Panthers won't win a division game. Um, so I have to stick with the Falcons. Um, yeah. I didn't want to, but I, I, I have this bet going. Falcons look terrible. Panthers look like they can win some games now. And outside of that, I don't want B. Raymond to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he bet That's his life on it. Um, I, I think Matt Ryan has a big game here. Okay. Game more. Just like the bet just said, I have Panthers. Right. All they have to do is win one division game. Right. And I, yeah. and I think this is the – And I think B owes me 50 or whatever it is, and then B. Ramick owes me his life. So that's all I literally need is just one division game. The Panthers have already won two games. I'm taking the Panthers. They just look like the better football team through four weeks, and they are. Matt? I'm going to take the Panthers as well on this. Yeah, nothing needs to be said. Right. I'm taking the Panthers. What are you taking, huh? I'm going to take the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, shocker. I'm going to take the Falcons. They're 0-4. They're terrible, and you guys continue they're, to think they're okay. Yeah, they should have won two games. They, <laughs> they are terrible. They, um, if, they get, if they get two quarters back, they'll be fine. Damn it. Um, I mean, I gave my take why. So, I mean, I get that. I'm, but, like, see why. I'm, I think the Falcons. You're, I'm a, not you're a Falcon slave. Yeah, you maybe. and B. Ramick are Falcons. No, you I, guys had Matt Ryan winning MVP. I'm you off of him. Winning. I'm off of Matt Ryan. I mean, he's playing fine, though. He's doing great. I think Matt he's Ryan not stops the bleeding this week. No, he's he's not, not, I think he stops the bleeding. I think he stops the bleeding this week. I don't think – I'm more against Carolina. I don't think they can go in and win three games in a row. Whereas – and I don't think – I mean, eventually the, Cal- yeah. the Falcons got to win a game. Yeah. And they're at home, <laughs> so I'm doing the do theory. So that's basically – Oh, they're due. The no, team is due. Hey, I, yeah. I really think the Falcons rally around uh, Dan Quinn and yes. save his job yes. this week. I'm taking the Falcons. No, Dan Quinn is one of my coaches in my bowl that I say is getting fired. So Not this uh, week. I think they save his job this week. So the think? last game we're going to get into is the Bears and Bucks. We're actually going to do it on IGTV. So check in for that for our picture of the Bills-Bucks game. Um, time for our locks. So for the locks, we are going to start with B. B, what is your lock? Um, I have Chiefs. I have Chiefs over Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr's 0-6 at Arrowhead and has been bad in Arrowhead. I know there's no fans and stuff like that, but still, it's a tough place to go win, and he hasn't done it. He hasn't proved that he could even come close to doing it, and the Super Bowl team got better. Yeah. So. Absolute lock. I'm with you. I took the Chiefs as well. Same thing. Carr just hasn't proven he can win there. Yeah, and they haven't looked good at all. So I'm going Chiefs as my lock. Mac? I'm going to take the Seahawks. Oh. Seahawks as my lock. Yes. The Vikings. Yes. yes. At home. Okay. Um, I think they're coming off a, just a brutal all-around game against uh, the Texans at home. Um, yeah. There's no reason to bet against the Seahawks here. Okay. No reason to take any other team. Okay, Morgan, your lock. My lock is going to be the Arizona Cardinals over the Jets. As much as I think that the Cardinals aren't as good, the Jets Jets are are very bad, and Sam Darnold's not playing. I'm still waiting for the Adam Gase fire. And you know what, B, I'll give you you some credit, because Sam Darnold has looked... Thank you. Pretty good. I love that you know kid, what? dude. He, he's not. He's not terrible. He's in a bad system right now with a bad 
coach. Backup next year. So. But no, I mean, dude, he shot. can play football. Trevor Lawrence to the Jets, baby. <laughs> That's a potential, but they would trade him away and he would be okay. He's looked very athletic. Yeah. He's making plays for the Jets on a team that is so bad. He's the only one that I think that at least looks decent. So I'm still taking the Cardinals. He's out, so they don't have a shot in hell of winning a game okay. without him. Um, for suicide, if you have already taken the Cardinals, then I'm definitely a fan of taking the Baltimore Ravens over the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Ooh, love that. Fucking little jabs there. I think. Yeah. I think if oh, the Jets, we have a whole segment of you Jets trying to shit on the Niners. Lawrence, Sam Darnold gets traded. I think he goes to the Raiders. Ooh, that's crazy. I, I think he goes to the Raiders. Gruden would love that. Really? Yeah. Love that. All right, so let's go to our upsets of the week. It'd be kind of good. Yeah. Um, Matt, Matt had an upset. I Matt did. had an upset last week. So Congrats. Let's Thank start you. with Matt. What's your upset this week? Let's start uh, with I'm going to take the Chargers over the Saints. I took the same thing. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers, Chargers over wow. the Saints. I think wow. Herbert yeah. really impressed me this week. Yeah, and I'm Herbert on the Saints really, train. Yeah. I didn't like a lot of the, the things, yeah. so I took the Chargers. It B. was a tough week for upsets. B, Let me just say got? that. I did. Um, I haven't hit one right, and that's uh, it's a big reason why I'm in last place. I haven't been like crazy off on my picks. I, ha- I just haven't hit an upset. Well, yeah, they the Lions game was close. Yeah, you know, like for like close. five minutes <laughs> but, for the entire. Half. So this is this is one like I've been researching. I want to do upsets right every week. I've been researching an upset. I want to do this upset. I have good details of why this week. I'm taking the Eagles. I don't know why, <laughs> and I don't care. All right, fuck the, fuck the Steelers. I'm fucking with that. I'm with you. I really that. don't like that matchup. Oh yeah, that's with a it. that's a good pick. I really don't like Steelers playing are gonna Philly. Blow them out. So, All right, K Morgan, love that. Mine. I have the Jags beating the Texans. So Jags are plus six. Oh. Houston is like we said; they've just lost their general manager and their head coach. So I think this is a game that's going to be 55 to 58. Minshew Resurrection. I'll mention that in a little bit. Yeah. Minshew Resurrection. Um, all right. So that's our picks for the week. Um, we have a lot of different interesting takes this week. So <laughs> we have some points moving around. Um, so now it's time for our fantasy segment with B. Ramick. Um, let's recap last Thursday night. He predicted Melvin have 80 yards and two touchdowns. He actually went for 107. 11 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Thank uh, you. Good thank call. you. He predicted Judy with five to seven receptions with 50 to 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, actual stat line was two receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown. The Moss um, got mauled. Don't play any Jets. Gates needs to be fired. Garbage cans. <laughs> Gates still not fired. All right. So this week, going into Thursday Night Football, really does not have a good read on players in this matchup. Uh, he would take the Bucks with the points if he's gambling. On it, um, Brady seems to be building some chemistry with the offense. Uh, Scotty Miller, sneaky play if he, you know, he's, if he's healthy. If yeah. he's healthy, um, turns out Big Nick, Nick, Dig, Big Dick, Nick, and Mitch are not very good. Um, he's a big Allen Robinson guy, obviously. Me and uh, B have a B Raymond have a bet between uh, Mike Evans and Allen Robinson. So For hopefully, Mike Evans. Points, right? Yeah, they're yeah. Um, they're close. I think Mike Evans has fifty three points currently. And um, Robinson has forty five. It's close. Uh, so touchdown, Mike though. Evans. Touchdown is, apart. Mike Evans is the seventh rate, rated receiver right now, and Robinson's eleven. So they're really close. Um, time for the clear eyes, full heart, can't lose players. Last week he had Jared Goff. He predicted three hundred yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he actually really? went for two hundred and one touchdown, only twelve Sucked. fantasy football points. Sucked. He had Delvin Cook. He predicted one forty five, two touchdowns. Fire, but. Chin O'Brien. Actual stat line was 146. Wow. Two touchdowns. Wow. Um, good good call. call. And the hashtag worked. Hashtag worked. C.O. O'Brien. 
Start um, bringing us hashtags, B <laughs> Notable was Kenyon Drake. Prediction was 120 and 1. Actual was 35 yards. Oof. Dog, <laughs> dog <laughs> shit day for Kenyon Drake. Um, <laughs> he put that in? Dog shit day? No, I yeah. had that. Oh, nice. Uh, he said just a bad call, but I, I improvised. But dog shit day. <laughs> dog shit day. So, dog Wolf 4 day. was his prediction with 8 receptions, 123 and 2. Actual stat line was 6 receptions, 108 and 1. So, not Good a bad. Day. Good um, day. And he had Zach Ertz. He predicted 7 receptions for 89 and a touchdown. He had four receptions for nine yards, so another dog shit prediction. <laughs> oh my god! Hurts is um, dumpster fire. He had the Ravens D, three sacks, two interceptions. Actual stat line was three sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, uh, seventeen points allowed, only seven fantasy points. So let's move on to his week five. Um, his quarterback of the week is Deshaun Watson. Uh, Bill is gone, and Watson's going to get his first W of the season. I agree. Three twenty-seven, two passing TDs, one rushing TD. Number three quarterback in fantasy this week. Um, his okay. running back, he has Zeke. Cowboys will be heading this game. Hopefully, uh, Zeke going to eat 162. <laughs> if they lose to the and Giants, that's a wrap. <laughs> 162 and 2, he has him as RB1. Does he have a fumble in oh, there yeah. as well? We still didn't put that in the That's how bad the fucking Cowboys I know. <laughs> I want to do so bad. Um, his receiver is Adam Thielen. Uh, Vikings will mostly like, most likely be playing from behind and throwing. Thielen looks to be back to normal form, and the Seahawks have one of the worst pass defense right now. He has eight receptions, 117. 117 and one. I'll love that against B <laughs> this week. I will love. love no, that stat line is going to be the Jet since I have the Jet going oh, against you. Shit. Yeah, um, me, me and CY playing in fantasy this week. His notable is DJ Moore. I know Anderson has been the clear cut number one, and Moore has been disappointing. But this is against Atlanta, and I feel like it gets right game. It's a get right game for him. Uh, Moore, six receptions, 82 yards, and a touchdown. Um, his tight end of the week is Tyler Higby. Really hasn't lived up to expectations this season and uh, loses targets to Everett, but he's feeling like he's going to have a game, nine receptions, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Also, Brands noted that he's been awful with tight ends, so he's making it known that okay. he can't it, no, As long as he's tight end makes every week are really bad. Um, <laughs> so his, don't even listen to his it. His defense is the Patriots defense. I'll cut that out. <laughs> uh, bold, bold prediction that the score they score a touchdown and have 20 fantasy points. Mainly because Danny has them against him in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's the uh, remix uh, fantasy segment for his full hours can't lose. Yeah, it's a good it's a good week. I just want to add. I just think Lamar Jackson's going to absolutely eat this week. I think he's, he's a great fantasy football play. Dick. But you do the same about the Niners, bro. Like <laughs> you deserve no. You deserve. I just I'm you know real. what this I'm is. Real. This is a real fake. This is a real fantasy analysis. And all he said was a reigning all MVP saying, would go off on your team. This, is, the this is a real fantasy. Okay. analysis I think Lamar Jackson is going to eat this week. and you have your lock your, whatever fuck you <laughs> I fucking eat my ass side note Ryan Fleming Mahomes is throwing six touchdowns this week I need that to chill because I'm playing against Mahomes I mean, so fantasy matchups yeah. in our, our league I'm 3-1 first place you know second most points scored in the league yep. my team's rolling um, least team. amount of points against uh, most points, second most points scored. So <laughs> um, Good team, the, but the league's bundled up a lot. Two and two teams. Ton. I play B. Um, two, and two. two and two. I'm two and two. Um, <laughs> we got a zero burger for Mac. We got a, and he had a bad trade last week. It's been a tough week. fucking fantasy year for me. You're not I making it that, easier. I'm not making it easier on myself, but I will say that. Kevin literally had his best fucking fantasy you know week against my team. team. Yeah, my my team is good, and I. I think I had the most points in fantasy you last week. And Mac has the most points scored against them. And, I have and the he, most he, points he scored against over I don't 110 have, in I don't a have the league. least points scored in the league. No, no. you don't. I don't. Side note. Yeah, Odell and Mike hey, Evans. <laughs> side note, Brandon 
only lost to Mitch because of Mike Davis and George Kittle, <laughs> who you traded away for breadcrumbs. Hey, okay, I'm man. just here We're to not... shake it up. I'm just here to shake it so, up. All right, all right, we'll get off right. Mac. <laughs> so but, now, yeah, me and CY are betting a fifty burger on the game. Yeah. So Some moving friend, on, little friends bet. Nice. Moving on to our college football game picks. Um, this is K Morgan's segment. We'll let him get into it. So K Morgan, here's the floor. All right, boys. Just another solid week of college football. Like we've talked about before, better than better than Sundays and Saturdays. So Love JV football. Um, anyway, so first of all, I just want to talk about my recap of my picks. Um, Mississippi State. I mean. God damn, bro. They lost to Arkansas, who had not won an SEC games and I think, over 28 games in the SEC, and they hadn't won one. And they decided to beat Mississippi State, who just came off a monster win to LSU. So this is, this is my formal apology. Like I said, I did say that this was a biblical lock of biblical proportions. I missed it. But you know what? If you're staying on the podcast and you listen, I gave you a shit ton of good picks, all right? I gave you I gave you Boston College plus 14 against North Carolina. I gave you Ole Miss over Kentucky, all right? I'm still rolling, all right? I'm due for a bad pick, all right? That's my take. Anyone else on Mississippi State? Fuck them. Uh, Costello coming off um, the SEC record for yards in a game, beating a really good football team. Yeah. And um, throws three picks. To Arkansas? You are terrible. I would well, say... This what? Is, this and would then be... they let just Felipe Franks dink and dive and game manage all for four quarters. It's kind of ridiculous. I don't know what... Here's my take. I don't know what happened. Here's my take. I think the hype was a little high on Mississippi State, but in hindsight, everyone was on them. I was yeah, on them. You had to. They just beat if LSU. If you look at Mike Leach, it's typical Washington State. Yeah. No, and my thing was, I wasn't high on Mississippi point. State. It's that Arkansas has been so terrible they played for well so week, many years. Week, week one, though. Well, they lost it by 27. But they were in that game. They were but the here's what I underestimated about Arkansas. Yes, they have Felipe Franks, who is a Division One Florida quarterback who is yeah. now at Arkansas, who's still really good. Well, it's not great, but he's, you know, he's a good quarterback in the SEC. But I, what I underestimate is that Bo Pelini is the defensive coordinator for Arkansas, who was a former LSU defensive coordinator, who was also the Nebraska head coach for, you know, 10 years yeah. before Scott Frost got there. So I underestimated, yes, he, he, he game planned well, and he shut down a Mississippi State offense that put up over 50 against LSU to 14. You know, in a week span. So give credit to Arkansas where credit's due. Again, apologies on the pick, but that seemed like an absolute lock of the time. I think we were all on yeah, that. No, I agree. But um, moving forward, Alabama just blows out Texas A&M. And a Texas A&M team that was ranked 14, Bama ranked 2. Um, roll Tide. I mean, am I right? Yeah. Anyone else comments I, I, on it? Bro? I said they would roll. But they did it differently than what I thought. I thought we thought Najee Harris, Harris was going to run would for roll, it. and yeah. Mac Jones looked great. Well, that's yeah. that's wow. the, that's the strength of Bama, and that's the strength. I mean, I mean they're, they're receiving, yeah, they're receiving core, you know, wide receivers. Well, last year they had four of them, if you include four. Judy and Ruggs. Yeah, and then yeah, and they still got they're guys incredible. On the, you know what I mean, it's incredible. Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle. I mean, absolutely, absolute studs. Uh, I mean, yeah. Mac Jones doesn't have to be impeccable he yeah. just has to be okay and throw the deep ball when it's open and he did i, I watched every play and um the player that stood out to me was christian harris uh sophomore linebacker yeah he he looks like a superstar mm-hmm. i think he'll come back next year and he'll improve his stock to be a first round linebacker from bama once again i think <laughs> another one yeah <laughs> well dylan moses is there's the he's first round the first linebacker this year, this so. year. And then yeah. the next year will be Christian Harris. Yeah, I think he's really good. I think it's valid. I think um, the question I have for you guys is: Alabama going to compete with Clemson? Because yeah. Clemson's the number yes. one team. Hundred yeah. percent. You think they're yeah. you think yeah. they're that good? Yeah. Okay. And it, yeah, I mean it's 
it's not out there to say. It's just a question because Clemson's absolutely blowing teams out. They haven't really had a challenge right. up until this yeah, week. Yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. But with that being said, are they the clear two and then the rest are nowhere even close? We got to see Ohio State play. I mean, very true. We got to see Ohio State play. We got to see. I mean, Georgia still. I feel like I feel like Georgia could give Bama fits, but Mac Jones is doing. And I'm going to go back to last year real quick. See why I was not on Tua at all. A lot of you weren't because the weapons around him. I was high on Tua. Um, Mac Jones inserting himself in the offense, looking just just as nice this week. So if he can continue that kind of play, absolutely Bama Clemson in in the end. Mm-hmm. But the only, it all depends on Mac Jones in these in these higher end SEC games. See, I would say I think the offense for Bama is going to be fine. I really do. I think that they have enough weapons, and I think Saban's doing a good enough job to get Mac Jones in positive situations. But I, I, the defense is not exactly a hundred percent sharp, in my opinion. They still gave up some points to Kellen Mond and Texas A&M, so. Um, they made big plays in big mm-hmm. situations, and they stopped them when they had to, but they still drove down the field a lot. Kellen Mond had well over um, 290, which I bet the over on that, and it hit. So like he still put up a ton of passing yards. So um, I think that might be a little bit of a kryptonite where I think Clemson might have the edge. So, um, But moving forward in the SEC, the huge matchup, Georgia beating Auburn. So another one that I had, I, I thought Georgia was going to you know run right through them. They did. I think this showed a lot about Auburn. CY said it last week. He said Auburn's a fake football team. Georgia's real. They absolutely smacked from the first play of the game. It wasn't even close. Mm -hmm. They did everything they wanted to do, and it wasn't even close. And this is me and CY. Georgia's me and CY's pick to go play Clemson. Yeah. Um, So even without the quarterback, you guys thought would be the quarterback. That quarterback's good. That kind of bugs. Yeah. It was bugging me. You You want to see him? You cleared him the play. You want to see him? He's clearly the better quarterback, but, I mean, the, the kid's doing it. So, so, yeah, Stetson Bennett, I mean, the guy walked on to Georgia initially, goes to a junior college, comes back on scholarship, and they say, look, we've got four guys, you know, three guys that are ahead of you. You are, you are four. Yeah. We've got JT Daniels transferring over. We've got Jamie Newman transferring over. Those two, you shouldn't even got think a about anyone after yeah, those Then two. we have a freshman who's still better than you. You're yeah. going to be the four guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe you'll be a quarterback coach someday, kid. For Georgia. Yeah. Sorry, you're a starting quarterback for and the number four team in the country now. Do, do they stick with them, you think? I say yeah. I I don't think you can. I don't think you can pull him. Sorry, pull him. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you let him roll. You let yeah. him roll. I mean, he just beat an Auburn team. Like, sure. Yeah, Bennett, Bennett just beat Auburn. I, I, you can't pull him. I don't, I don't think he's, you know... That here, here's the difference. Is, is he gonna be Clemson? Play. Is he gonna be Clemson? You know what I mean. That's the difference. Is you need almost a big arm, a guy that's gonna make things happen. Is he that guy? I don't know. That's where you get into the From yeah. versus uh, Fields. You know when they were both there at that one. Like time. oh yeah, From's gonna win you the ball games, but Fields could have gave him the championship. Right. Yeah, so right. I think I think that might be a decision that Kirby Smart's gonna have to make later in the season. But as of right now, you roll with Stetson Bennett until least, something happens. At least Two weeks. Until you get down at halftime, and then you need an arm to catch you back. But regardless, I mean, Georgia did what they wanted with Auburn. I think this was a, another eye-opening game for Auburn. Bo Nix, fake. He sucks. He's, he's fake, like he's we fake. said before. Um, but, yeah, then another huge storyline, guys. Oklahoma and Texas go down. So Ooh. Oklahoma coming off the loss the week before, lose again to Iowa State. Texas in a shootout with TCU goes down. Um, Texas was ranked in the top 10 at the time. They're now still in the top 25, but on the outside looking in from the national championship picture as where they were before. Um, now they're playing each other this week. 
So yeah, yeah, that's kind of wild. I mean, the Big Twelve. Does the Big Twelve have a chance to make the college football playoff anymore? Toast. No, I think they're toast. I think they're toast. Just completely um, toast. Yeah. You know what bugs me? Um, I've always been on the Michigan. I'm gonna add Michigan in this conversation. Okay. And Texas are always the most overrated teams to me wow. that in in college football every year. I mean, they get the big wins, but they're not a top ten team. Every year. I think Michigan and Texas are so overrated every year. I would say Michigan more than Texas for me, but yeah, I would consider well, both of kids, those I mean, overrated. Texas with Vince Young, they did win a national yeah, championship. Yeah. But when they had the Colt McCoy teams, they were good, but they never won the title. Exactly. Colt McCoy right. was probably their best. Jordan Shipley, Colt yeah. McCoy, that was a bad team. Whew. That was a bad team. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, regardless, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, completely fake. Yeah. yeah. Spencer Rattler. Heisman never. They're done. They're toast. Texas is toast. And everyone in the Big 12 now has a loss. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse from here. They're they're still going to be each other up even further down the road. Don't even watch. Who has has the edge in the game? Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, I'll go OU. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma scores. God. Yeah. Hey, you score more points to win a football game. I think they do it. <laughs> I think OU's favored. <laughs> OU's favored by a point and a half. So Jeez. it's really a pick'em game. I don't think anyone. They might not even do it on game day. I don't think anyone cares about it anymore. Yeah, which is totally. unfortunate because they were both really I, highly touted the, teams. Both of them. Both of them. The both. hype died off so quickly, and they they pissed a lot of people off too in the betting world. So. So, but anyways, moving forward, number four Florida versus number twenty one Texas A M. Florida is a six and a half point favorite in this game. Who do you guys got? Florida. They look good. They look like they are okay. in that. I'll take Florida as well. Six and a half points. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I like you I, like that too. I think Trask is playing lights out. I, I, I'll roll with him. Trask yeah. is playing lights out. Uh, Kyle Pitts, their tight end, is an absolute dude. Yes, he wow. is playing out of his yeah. mind. I think he's probably the best tight end in the country this I year. I think so too. I think whoever gets him in the draft is going to get an absolute steal. He's he's. Kind of, he's as fast he's, as a receiver. He's as physical as a tight end. He reminds me of Irvin Smith Jr. for okay. Bama. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a dude. So I, I, I like Florida six and a half too. I, I think Texas is a good football team, but Trask is surprising me. He's kind of that quarterback. He's unorthodox in how he's doing it, but he makes good throws. Yes, he no, makes good decisions. He looks really good. So I'm taking Florida there as well. So High on that guy. Um, you got number 19, Virginia Tech versus North Carolina, five and a half. North Carolina is a five and a half favorite. North Carolina is in the top ten now. They're number nine. I'm riding the Sam Howell train until it ends. Get me on board. Yeah, let's run it. I'll jump on the Even after last week, they did not look great. They didn't so. cover like I said they would. Um, but I'm staying on this man's train until it crashes and burns. They'll be hyped up for this game. Give me North Carolina in the points. The sketchy thing about Virginia Tech, you know, they will always have a good defense. Yeah, they That's will always have a good defense. Factor, yep. Mac, who do you have? I'm going to take North Carolina as well. Okay. North Carolina is ranked eight. I said nine, excuse me. But wow. really good matchup. Boston College, I think, exposed them a little bit that, hey, if you play some smash mouth football against them, you there's a recipe to kind of confuse Sam Howell. I get it. Um, Boston College is a good team, like I said before. But um, in this game, I, I agree with you guys. I think North Carolina can come out at home, cover those five and a half points, and make a statement when be in the top be in the top ten and say, hey, we're here to play and play. Yeah. So I like Sam Howell, and I think they get it done. Um, moving forward, we've got number 14, Tennessee, at number three, Georgia. Georgia's a 13-point favorite. So a lot of points here. Tennessee's playing good football. They just came off a big win against Missouri. They also beat South Carolina week one by four. Who do you like here? I like Georgia to stay hot. Um, 
I think Zamir White has a big game, and Dalvin Cook's little brother, I think, is going to get in the mix, too. I think they run the ball 40, 40 times. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm actually going to take uh, Tennessee to cover here. I think Georgia wins the game, but I think it's uh, like a 10-point game. I think they, they, they cover. Um, you know, if you're being frisky, I would, I would te- throw Tennessee in your teeter to be safe. But I think I think it's a closer game. I think Georgia wins, but I think it's closer than people think. I'm taking Georgia as well. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree with CY. I think it's a little little uh, closer yeah, than no, 13. I, I could see that. I'm not. Uh, I yeah, definitely think Georgia. Crazy. I think Georgia gets it done. I, I do like the idea of a teaser to make it to 19. Oh, make yeah. them make them make them really beat them. But Tennessee's a good football team. They beat South Carolina and they beat. You know Missouri, who didn't look terrible against Bama. So I like uh, I like Georgia, but I like Tennessee to cover here. Um, next game, big matchup. This is the biggest one. I want to preview this at the end of the podcast or as, at the end of the segment. We have number seven Miami versus number one Clemson. So fourteen point favorite. Um, I want to get into this one at the end, so we can go over that in a minute because I do like that spread one way or the other. Okay. So we'll talk about that one at the end. So right. moving into the spreads, I like. Louisville minus four at Georgia Tech. I like Louis, Louisville here minus four. I think they're the better football team. Um, Georgia Tech was playing a little out of their mind, I think, for the first two weeks. Then they go to George, Syracuse and absolutely shit their bed last week. So I think they found out that, hey, they're a good football team. They're not great. They're not going to beat a Louisville team who I think is a little bit more athletic and a little better overall. So I like Louisville minus four here. I agree. I'll yeah. take Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, no, they 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 hit that train where they're not as good as they think they yeah. are, and Louisville might run through them. Yeah, I think so too here. So next game we got Florida State at Notre Dame minus twenty one. Notre Dame Notre coming Dame, off baby. Notre Dame coming off two weeks of a bye, some COVID related issues. Then they had their actual bye week. So I like Notre Dame minus twenty one. <laughs> it's a lot of points, but I think Notre Dame is a way way better football team than Florida State. Florida State almost shit the bed against Jackson. Jackson State last week they were down going into halftime twenty one seven. I think Notre Dame absolutely stomps them. Nice. I I mean, I would stay away from this game. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Notre Dame's um, like you said, much is better it, football is team. Is it the two weeks for you? <laughs> the two weeks scares me. Um, I think Mike Norvell's team's going to get better each week. They haven't proven that yet, but I still think they're going to get better. I I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame wins by thirty, and I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State loses by seven. I, I think it's one of those games where it's like I'm staying away. I can see it going either way. Notre Dame's a much better team. I like I'm, Notre Dame to win this I'm game. I'm with CY completely. It's not a game I really want to mess with a lot of points because he made, he made valid points with uh, Florida State. So, Well, my only thing with Florida State is I don't think they score a point against Notre Dame. To a be point, with you. A single point. I mean, three. You heard, it, heard it here first. Three right. or seven, maybe. Right. Notre Dame's defense is really good. Even in scrub time against USF. They didn't give up a point in that game. But this will be the best team Notre Dame plays. All year? So far. So far, I mean, sure, maybe. But Florida State is not a very good team. But We mean, can agree on that. No, they're not. They're not very exactly. good at all. I don't think they're very good at all. So I'll agree with that. I, they hold them within 14, guarantee it. I, I don't think they it. score more than 14 points against Notre Dame. So right. I think Notre Dame puts up a lot on them. So right. that's the last And then finally, like I said, number seven Miami at number one Clemson, minus 14. Mac. Yeah, Clemson. Minus 14? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, 14 points. Derek King, number seven. I hate this number. Miami team. It's a lot of points, but it's a great football team, and Miami's a good football team in their own right. What do you got? I've, I've been on the Miami hype. You're going to hear it right now. Okay. Clemson wins this game by 21 points. Yeah. I think they run away with it. These are the games that Dabo gets his teams up for, and he They're gonna be firing they on laid also. an egg last week. He is 
Clemson by at least 21. And I love Miami this year. I really do. It's a different league. It's, it's just a, not they're It's not, not close. Yeah. It's and this, league. this is the game that Dabo gets it. Like I said, they get them up, and they will blow them out of the water to show them is this at who Clemson? runs the ACC. Yes, this is at Clemson. Yeah, it's a yeah. fucking blowout. So, I'm... I we been on we're, Miami. We're all kind of on the hurricane hype, yeah. like we are. We, hey, we all do love them. I I liked Miami. I said it. I said I liked Miami against yeah. Louisville. They cover it. I liked Miami against FSU. They cover it. They've been doing it all year, but now they go into a number one team, Clemson. This is obviously the biggest test that they're going to have all I'm, season. Fourteen points. Can they do it? No, can't even can't. cover fourteen. I don't think they can. Okay, uh, I just think Clemson's too good, man. I think Hurricanes are are so good. Miami's so good, and they're head and heels above a lot of teams. It's just that much of a difference at the top. Um, it's, I, I'm with you guys. Like I said, if I was Lee Corso on college game, give me that fucking tiger head. Put it on my fucking face. So I got Clemson minus 14. They're just a way better team. I think this is a statement game. They're going to beat the number seven team in the country. Yeah, here. So yeah. this is... Um, the biggest matchup, like I said, of the season for both teams, and I just think Clemson proves that they're better. So, um, really, the next topic that I want to get into is: so we've got Clemson, we've got Bama, we've talked about Ohio State coming into the picture. Who's the fourth team that we think is going to be in the conversation at least to make the playoff? Because Oklahoma and Texas are out. So, who's the fourth team? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. You think two SEC teams make it in there? Yeah. Georgia. Georgia. Over two ACC Notre Dames, maybe? Yeah, no, it's Georgia. Georgia. Both come in with one loss. Okay. Georgia. Just because yeah. the impressive win over Auburn? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and if they if they continue to win more majority of the games, they have one loss, and say that one loss is Alabama. But if that one loss is in the SEC championship game? They still get in. Still I, get yeah. an awful loss. I but do, that, that, would this, that would happen the same thing with yeah. Notre Dame, though, potentially. They'd have to come in. All, yeah, I, Notre Dame's undefeated. I really do think... You know, Bama or Georgia will be either one of those will have the one loss playoff team. The the one question I want to end with should and so it's a one word answer before we get into it. We'll close it out with this: Should a Pac-12 seven and team be eligible for a playoff or eight no if they win the championship? Yes or no? Just yes or no answer. Yeah. Max says yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that that'll be interesting because they start up too. So. They're going to play seven games right this season. That's, but that's college football, like we said. It's controversial in its own right. It's absolute yep. anarchy. I absolutely love it. I think there's a couple teams that we said there in that number four. Georgia, Florida, Cincinnati. And then if Oregon goes undefeated, then how do you deny that? Right. So, um, but but I fucking love it. So, <laughs> so that's the college football preview. It's chaotic. Um, with now it's time for the battle. Um, we're going to go back to the NFL based on the news we had with Bill O'Brien getting fired this week. He was a coach and a GM. We're going to throw the question out for the battle. Would you rather be a coach or a GM in the NFL? So we'll start with B. What do you got? What would you rather be? I, I want to be on the field. I want to be with my players. Uh, I want to be in the locker room. I want to watch film. I want to and you know do the post-game analysis. I want to do – I want to call the plays. I want to, in the middle of a game, down seven in the fourth quarter, completely throw out a game plan and change something up because of what you noticed on the field. You love football. You want to be part of football. You want to be the coach. And, you know, good GMs will bring the coach in on some personnel stuff. They really will. So that's not, like, far out to say that you don't get that say either. So, like, in the draft, you're going to be in the the war room during draft time and – a good GM will take your input in of who he's going to draft. And I think 
you see bad GMs not do that a lot. I would I would love to be the coach um, because the love for football is just too much to be away from. I think the GM's too far apart from what I want to be on the field. Okay, Mark? I, I think that's a great, great point. I just think, like you said, those topics, a GM can be involved in a lot of those topics. My personal vote is going to be with the general manager. I think when we talk about what we do on a day-to-day basis, guys, we're basically GMs of our fantasy football teams. Sick. (laughs) Obviously to a lesser degree, but that's what I want to do at the end of the day. I want to make the decisions. Okay, we're running this defense. I want to put that guy here. I want to watch. I'm going to the national championship game. I'm watching Clemson, Alabama. I'm on the sideline of that game watching that. I'm going to the NFL Combine, watching that 40-yard dash on the field, doing my notes, doing the whole fucking thing. I mean, that's the dream for me I personally. Mean, but and, and you also I mean, you already kind of having a career that involves personnel hirings. Yeah. Like I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to be in charge of, you know, the budget, the the coaching staff. Like oh, you, fuck yeah, you do. Oh, I no, want to be in me? all of that. I want none of that. I, I want none of that. I, want, I don't oh. care if I want the G- dry scoops yeah. of protein to fire my fucking team up. So, no. so Max, 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 a coach with me. I'm, I'm a coach. You're a coach. I'm a coach. I'm running out there like less miles on game day, grazing on grass, getting everybody fucking fired up for the game. Uh, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I'm, call, I'm calling plays. I'm too. going GM. Yeah. See, the longevity of the, the lifespan of a GM is way longer. You know, you get to. You get to basically make your team. When you're the head coach, you get whatever pieces the GM gives you. It doesn't, and it doesn't yeah. matter. You get to if, pick if your team. That is worst case you scenario, understand and I would that, still take that. If you understand that, there's there's no ego hurt there, right? Everybody's picking your, your players. Okay, but and, if you're a head your, coach and you have a shitbag team that your GM gives you and you lose... You're going first. Oh, yeah, you're going. You're going first yeah. before the GM I mean, goes. It's the really, honestly, for it's me, really that's the only point you can get me with. Agreed. Because everything else is so football-oriented that the, the love for the game takes me away. I don't want to do that yeah, crap. Dude, my love Your for success the game is based on a lot of field. other that's factors. My yeah, beyond yeah. the field. No, my love for the game is beyond the field. Yeah. I, I would be 100% in. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the field at practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm talking I'm to the players. I mean, I you can't be that guy. Game is easy. I drafted this guy. You Obviously, I mean? you can't. I I want that intensity of I got my sheet, man. The other guy got a sheet. It's a battle. Andy yeah. Reid, Bill Belichick <laughs> on the sidelines, staring at each other, changing plays mid quarter yeah. because they're thinking of what the other person's think. Dude, I want that intensity. I want that stress. I want Aaron Rodgers to come to the sideline to me, yell at me. I want to get into it. Let's go. Like I want that on field experience I agree. because. Even if the GM was the worst GM in the, in the world, didn't give a shit of what I wanted in the draft, I would I would take it as a challenge. I would make it work. And imagine yes, imagine no, fucking moves. draft day when you're the GM and you're sitting in that oh, war yeah. room. That's, and you're like, whoever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go get and then I'm going to go pay this guy in the offseason, and then I'm going to outbid him, and I'm going to freaking build my oh, dynasty. I love it. Oh, I love I'm going to no. build my dynasty. How like fired that. up we get for just drafting <laughs> fantasy football players. And I have the you decision. I'm going to make B my head coach because yeah. I have that fucking power. Can I get over the hell no, I want, and me and the quarterback are going to uh, ride. No, that's too behind the scenes could for you me. Imagine, I want hands on. Could you imagine going to the NFL on. Combine? And just watching 40-yard dashes and just doing all that. You just go walk up to Trevor and you're like, so, Yeah, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to fly to the national championship. 
I'm going to watch that game. I'll watch Trevor Lawrence play, whoever the fuck Clemson ends up playing. And then the next day, I'm going to go to my fucking team, watch my team, and say, you know what? That linebacker last night would be fucking great on my team. You know, I'm probably going to trade at, up in the third round. Except for at the same time, you just had a player get arrested for marijuana. So you got to deal with that, too. I so was the head coach. Just no. a very shallow. I got, I got just a very shallow GM. I got just grading players like a fucking piece of meat. Just no, 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 I got personal hey, ties no, at all. Game, no personal <laughs> ties <laughs> at all. Just, game that's a grade A piece of meat running a four that three. Guy is a stud. <laughs> They're that literally guy. Jerry Jones. Yeah. I got, I got Justin Fields in my meeting room saying, would you fuck a chicken wire why not? <laughs> like, just give him the hard shit for no reason. Just the psychological warfare on my guys. Give, give, give me the play calling oh sheet every time. I cannot deal with you guys yeah. right now. 100%. Just, just rush through that. Let 100%. the chamber fly. Just, I have, and the thing, the thing that gets me on that, my deciding factor in that is once you guys draft that player – and he comes to me, and I teach it's, him how to rip off the line mine. and blow past a fucking DB. I want to see that in the in the late weeks of a fucking divisional game. I want to see Khalil Mack at the best strip clubs in the city. I don't want to I don't get him be up in club. the box like this, <laughs> giving handshakes with my fucking mask on. Bullshit. I want to get Nick Bosa in a fucking steakhouse. Trying to get him on my squad on a free agent. You ever been Sunday on a night. yacht? You yeah. ever been on a yacht, son? Yeah, exactly. You know, I fly him out of my private jet. Yeah. Just be absolute. So I love all so your points. Brutal. I do. I really do love that because we do that shit in Madden. We do fancy football. We we talk about what how we would fix the Texans. Now we do it all the time. But you got to give me the love for the game on the field, yeah. man. 100%. All right. So that's the battle. Vote in. We'll, we'll post it. Um, no film review this week, but we are going to have a special film review for next week that we're going to post in our story, so pay attention to it. Look for it. Uh, we won't really preview it now, but we're going to have that, so look out for it. It's going to be fun when we get into that. Um, now it's time for our weekly gambling picks. Um, last week, kind of a weird week for me. Um, <laughs> I had the Cardinals as my straight bet. They lost, which was crazy. Um, my teaser didn't go off because the Titans didn't play. Um, but it would have lost anyway, so I lost those two. But then the parlay hit. So the parlays are back-to-back weeks out of three-team parlay. I had the over in the Browns game, Browns-Cowboys. I had the Saints minus four and the Colts minus three. So if you would have laid that, that would have made up for the other two losses. So still positive on the year. Um, so let's get into this week's. My straight bet this week is uh, Houston Texans minus six and a half. Um, going against K. Moore's upset, I think Deshaun Watson proves that He's the real deal, and that their football team is good enough to win games. Not really necessarily against Bill O'Brien, but to the point where they need to show that that roster is good enough. They want to prove themselves, kind of for themselves. Uh, uh, players, I think, I agree with you. I think players are going to kind of have to show out because they know they could be gone. Um, my six-point teaser, four teams. I'm going to take the Rams I'm gonna, against Washington football team. It's nine, minus nine, tease it down to three. I think they cover that. Uh, I'll take the Bengals plus 13 and a half. He's at the 19 and a half. Um, I think they cover that. They're undefeated against the spread this year. They're 4 0 against the spread. Um, I'll take the under in the Giants Cowboys game, which is weird. It's 54. T's at the 60. I just don't see the Giants putting up points. Um, as bad as the Cowboys defense is, I don't think they have any weapons um, on offense for the Giants. Yeah. I have the and then I have the over in the Vikings and Seahawks. It's fifty-eight. Tease it down to fifty-two. I think both teams put up points uh, for the teaser uh, for the parlay. I'm going to have the Cardinals minus six and a half. No Sam Darnold. They got to win that game. I think they cover a touchdown. 
I have the over in the Bengals and Baltimore game at 51. I think both teams give up a decent amount of points to get there. And then I have the Colts minus two and a half against the Browns. I think they win that game. So um, that's my parlay. Those are my picks for this week. Um, That's your weekly gambling picks. So uh, once again, thanks for listening in. Um, We appreciate all the fan love. Uh, We'll have a couple stories out this week for you guys to um, interact with as far as the battle go. And for the film doctor next week, we're actually really um, excited about the film review. So follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and keep listening. 